Welcome to Success with Style, everyone. I am Rob Giardinelli. Hi, everyone. I'm Lance Avery Morgan, and we are here with the illustrious and inimitable John Paul DeJoria. How are you, sir? I'm doing very well. Thank you very much, guys. We're here at your beautiful home where you office one of your many offices around the world, and it, we're just thrilled it, that you took time to speak with us. Thank you. Uh, this is actually my world headquarters world, here in world Austin, HQ. Texas. Okay. <laughs> world HQ. Okay. Well, you know, John Paul, I've known you and Eloise for, gosh, a couple of decades now since the early 2000s. That's correct. And you all hit the ground running in Austin when I did. We, uh, I moved back here from L.A. And it was such a joy to to profile you the very first time. Little did I know that I would have profiled you 10 times after, right, between right. you and Eloise, uh, cover stories, profiles. I mean, the mm -hmm. list goes on and on. And, sure. and I always think you're so interesting. Every time I'm around you, I learn so much more from you. So I consider you a mentor as well. So thank you for all of that. And and you were just a little bit more background, and then I'll get off my soapbox about John Paul DeJoria, <laughs> but you're one of three Horatio Alger Award recipients I've known mm -hmm. and who have changed my life for the better, Jack mm -hmm. Brown, Dennis Holt, and you, mm -hmm. as well as um, you're just a cool cat. I'm just happy to know you. Well, thank you, sir. That's very cool. <laughs> <laughs> very nice. And That's I a good way to start a well, podcast. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I know it all had to start somewhere. And even mm. though I know your story, a lot of our listeners may not know it to mm. the extent that I do. So how did you earn your first dollar? Well, my first dollar was earned when I was seven years old. Actually, it was my first 50 cents. Okay. <laughs> uh, for the Variety Boys Club, my brother and I built a, uh, a planter for about 25 cents worth of wood. Went out and sold it for 50 cents, went back and gave him the 25 cents credit. Now we had a whole quarter. We put that quarter back into buying more wood, build another planter, and when we sold it for 50 cents, we had the whole 50 cents to ourselves. And wow. that, that was a lot of money when you were a little kid. In those days, yeah. a, 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 bit, a large soda pop was like a nickel. Yeah. You know, so right. you bought a lot for a quarter of 50 cents. Right. And you grew up in Los Angeles. That's correct, downtown LA. In downtown LA. A little bit different than it is now. Oh, completely different. It is an interesting thing how things are regentrified in that area. Yeah, who would have known? You know, yeah. things do change. Right, absolutely. Time, we do too. And I know that I didn't know about the the wood planter story. I knew about the greeting card story. I mm -hmm. thought that was your first dollar. So again, I'm surprised, and we're not even five yeah, minutes. Into greeting this. cards were <laughs> nine o'clock, and I think probably made four or five dollars during that Christmas yeah. season. When I was oh. at nine, I was a lot older. Yeah. yeah like okay. Nine. Gotcha. <laughs> and how did that serve you? What did that? Uh, what did you learn from that? That uh, you could go out there and knock on a lot of doors. I think it took us two days to sell the first flower box. But uh, you can knock on a lot of doors eventually. If you don't give up, somebody's going to buy it. Yeah. And or listen to you. you know? So persistence. Sure. Okay. And you're, you're the kind of person, like lots of wildly successful people at your super high level, that kind of don't take no for an answer. Or you will keep knocking on doors until you get the right answer that you think yeah, is. I think it's about rejection. Uh, when yeah. I sold encyclopedias door to door in my mm -hmm. early 20s, mm -hmm. uh, you learn that the doors may be closed because it's all cold calling. The door could be right. closed uh, 10 times on you. You got to be just as enthusiastic on door number 11. In my case, was the door was closed maybe 100 times, mm. but on door number 101, I wow. was just as enthusiastic as yeah. door number one. So yeah. it's really, if you're prepared for rejection, you don't let it get it da you down. Eventually, it's going to come out okay. Mm -hmm. how, what advice would you give to someone as to how to handle rejection so that on that 100, 101st sure. door, you're, you're still as enthusiastic? Well, you've got to know before, like we're speaking now in your, uh, your podcast, where your listeners will know that. Be prepared from now for a lot of rejection. Whenever you get right. in your life, either personally or business-wise, a no or a rejection or something that doesn't make you happy, just realize, oh, that's one of the things that John Paul was talking about. You're going to get a lot of rejection. Right. Don't pay attention to it. 
because it's those that could go past the uh, rejections that really, really make it. It's those that sometimes their ego gets deflated where they hear one or two rejections yeah. as well. This isn't the thing for me. You got to believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. That's a really good, good sound piece of advice. And, you know, when you believe in yourself, you have a much thicker skin, too. And it just, it, it just allows it. It's like water off a duck's back, as they like to say. Mm-hmm. I think it's also yeah. an energy, right? So you're projecting energy of, you know, whatever it takes. That's right. Whatever it takes. As long as it's honorable, you're not hurting anybody, and you're doing something good for somebody else, right. and not just being selfish for yourself, in the end, everything will be okay. Right. And if it's not okay, it's not the end. That's right. And you figure out how to make it okay, right? Yeah. We're going to get to the charitable component first, but I'd like to talk, if you don't mind, about your career uh, with Paul Mitchell. I mean, that's one of the world's greatest success stories, in my opinion. Yeah, we're 40 years old as of uh, the January-February area of 2020. Wow. Wow. Congratulations. Congrats. Yeah, Yeah, but no, we we started that back in uh, 1980 was $700. Uh, we had a backer for half a million. The backer pulled out, never gave us a penny. Mm. And I'd finished doing everything I was doing because I was prepared to do this full time. So uh, there we were with no money, no nothing. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> so and long, very long story short, we came up between us with yeah. uh, with $700. I was just too proud to, to tell my mom, hey, mom, I can't move back in my room here. I'm no longer where I was before. I'm making a, right. a residential change at the same time. You don't have any money. <laughs> Will you feed me? <laughs> wow. I, I was just too proud. So I lived in yeah. my car for the first few weeks. Yeah. That would be difficult, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. And doing that. And your mom, I've met her, that's that sweet, petite redhead. Oh, that's it. Gorgeous, wonderful lady. And once she found out about it, she was so upset. But hey, I was just too proud. Stupid, right, but proud. Right. Well, sometimes that pride can be the you know, the direction people need to take true. to get them somewhere. That's so right? true. That's yeah. true. Well, I love the fact that you sold uh, I believe it was Redken out of your trunk as well. No, Redken was a regular company. When I went to work for okay. Redken, okay. I was hired there and I uh, became their national manager of two of the divisions. That's of what the I'm company. thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. Was, yeah, I wasn't sold out of the Okay. Company. Gotcha. 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 So, what, what made you decide I want to make the leap from working for somebody to working for myself? Well, with Redken, it was very easy. They fired me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> a, couple, a couple of weeks before I was fired. I went to this little room. We had these little marmoset monkeys. And they're cute little things. And I asked to take them for a walk. They said, no, you can't do that. I said, well, when do you guys take them for a walk? They said, we don't. You, know, you got to stay in this little 12 by 12 room, whatever it was, all these little cages. Well, yeah, that's what we do. Well, if I brought by a leash, can I take it for a walk? No. Well, guys, right. why are you testing on monkeys? Right. You're making products for yeah. humans here, here at Redkin. Right. This is stupid, stupid. Yeah. They said, well, it makes us look good because we're Redkin, the scientific approach. Yeah, but does anything for anybody's health because you're pouring shampoo on top of these, you know, Animals, uh, eyeballs, right. goes, well, not really, but we're the scientific approach. This is stupid. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, obviously yeah. I complained to the right. head of the company who owned it. Yeah. And, uh, well, that didn't go well with management. So wow. two weeks later, I was part of the, no, You're not one of us. You're not a corporate guy. You're thinking more of people and animals in the corporation. You so were ahead of your time. Wow. I mean, no, way ahead of no, your time. No, it wasn't right. It wasn't right. It wasn't right. And that was in the era when... You know, DuPont's tagline was, what, better living through chemistry? Yeah, it was something like that. Yeah, something like that, yeah. And things like that. So, I mean, it's a different world now. Oh, totally you've been a different part world. of that change. Yep, that's correct. We yeah. started it, and uh, it went very, very strong. In fact, when we started, it was in California. We started Paul Mitchell. Yeah. And just last year... California passed a law, and of course, we supported the lobbyists that were in there yep. uh, with cash, but they passed a law that it made it illegal as of January 2020 for any product that is for skin or hair to be sold in the state of California if it's been tested on an animal. 
any product anywhere. Wow. Congratulations. They gave everybody a whole year to get out of their inventory. So it's just going a long ways. Well, we have to realize that, you know, we have a planet here. We're all somehow connected to uh, a higher form. Let's call it God because that's what it is. And uh, these animals are just as connected as we are. So we have to care for every living thing on this planet. That's exactly right. Well, and that that approach to the world has helped you care for people, places, and things, right? I know that you've... You've been a lar- uh, part of and have created a lot of incentive, incentives with your philanthropy. Mm-hmm. I'd like to talk about that if that's okay sure. with you. Because I know that, and I love the quote, I can never say it as well as you do, d- uh, do about success. What is your... Well, success unshared is failure. Yeah. Very simple words. And I, no one ever says it like you do. I yeah. mean, because it's with such conviction. So your part of the success that you've shared mm-hmm. has been through your philanthropy. And so tell us about how that, did that start young or did you learn it or were you inspired or where did, what was well, the good next question? It started very young. Okay. It started when I was six years old and we had virtually nothing. It was mm-hmm. my mother, my brother and I, just the three of us. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were living in Echo Park of downtown LA yeah. and my mom took us downtown for Christmas, grocery stores all over the place with Santa Claus things, big department stores mm-hmm. with trains, everything else. Yeah. Anyways, that, that time my mom gave my brother and I a dime and said, boys, hold this between the two of you and put in that red bucket with a man ringing the bell and we did and we said mom why are we giving this man 10 cents mm-hmm. because those days was two big soda pops right three candy bars sure. and she said boys that's the salvation army there are people that have no place to sleep no place to eat and they help them out now we could only afford a dime this year that's all we could afford but we gave something remember right. in life there's yeah. always somebody not as good off and well off as you right. are and always do something. And if we don't have a dime to give them, I'd volunteer, which I have done before. She said, you know, to help them raise money. Right. Yeah. So it, it always stuck with me. Always yeah. stuck with me. And, and isn't that interesting? Because not all parents, certainly in that era, were as charitable. So no, they weren't. It's all different thing. But my mom was. Your mom was. She so felt she, that way. If she wouldn't have been, I mean, things could have been different. You could have yeah. not gone down that path. Who, Who knows? knows? Right? Who knows exactly? Yeah, Who knows? Which is fascinating. It's, sure. a, it's an amazing how this, the long-lasting effect that our folks have that's on great. yeah right. and what we remember at, at a young age because it's you know when you get to 10 9 8 7 6 years mm-hmm. old it's not everything it's you know the really big seminal things that you remember and it's awesome that you, you were able to carry that with you oh yeah and, and they really helped out in life uh i'm sure it doesn't hurt any to tell your listening audience they did a documentary on me about a year and a half ago called good, good fortune the movie yes. good fortune i don't know if you look it up on amazon itunes or somehow you're, you're typing yeah. good yeah. fortune yeah. the movie you. but it's a it's an hour and a half documentary went to Sedona Film Festival, but it's all about a good fortune. Right. In other words, whether you have money or not, how to give back along the way and help people out whether you have money or not, right. caring for your human being. And right. because of that, you can achieve a very good fortune mm-hmm. regardless of what amount uh, financially you've achieved. Right. You know, it's how to care about your fellow man and take care of them, not just yeah. you. Yeah, it's an energy thing. Oh, yeah. Right. So you've cared for lots of organizations. Mm-hmm. Tell us about some of your most current projects here. In most current would be, well, here in Austin, we've been at this now for, my God, eight or nine years, mm-hmm. I think, of mobile loaves and yep. fishes. Yep. Right. And we have Community First on the east side of Austin where we built little houses for about 250 homeless people and an entire infrastructure. We have a theater there, an entrepreneur center now that right. I'm building, and animal husbandry, uh, metal shop, wood shop, uh, gardens, everything to work in. Right. So what we do is we take take homeless people with three rules no fighting 
no drugs, and no alcohol. Mm -hmm. And you okay. can live there forever. Mm -hmm. But you got to pay at least $90 rent. Okay. Now, some okay. homeless people have no subsidies. They yeah. have nothing. Right. So they're living under a, a bridge. Right. Well, how do we help those people out? Mm -hmm. No problem. Mm -hmm. By contributing something to your rent, you're contributing to the whole community. feel like you're part of it. Right. Not being ha given a handout. We right. want to give everybody a hand up, okay. not a handout, right? right? So I by them it. doing that, they contribute. So what do we do if they have no money? Hey, you could go work in the garden, work in our, our uh, gift shop. Work in, we have so many places to work so you could make some money, not only pay your rent, yeah. but have a little money left over. You eat free out of our gardens right. and our eggs yeah. and everything else. Right. So you know, you're set pretty good there. So unless people have a helping hand up, opposed to just a handout. Well, and I love the co whole concept of sustainable living because totally there's chickens with eggs and there's, you know, urban gardens, which are really such a, you know, they're such an important thing. And, you know, as there's more people in the world, you really need that. I oh, think that's our, awesome. Our sure. community of homeless people eat better than most Americans. I don't Middle doubt class it. Middle class or It's all organic. It's all organic. They don't yeah. get those junk that you get at stores. It makes all a organic. big difference. No M uh, GMOs. Right. can be. That's incredible. And you've also taken that model, or you started with that model in Appalachia. I did about 10 years yeah. ago with Crow Appalachia. Yeah. We were just there, in fact, last week. Uh, where, uh, the goal was to take people in seven states that are in the Appalachian okay. Mountains and get them off food stamps by getting them to plant and use their own gardens. We, I paid for their seeds, fertilizer, equipment, everything they needed to plant their own gardens. Right. And the whole deal was year number one. You will be able to eat off your own garden and yep. we'll teach how to can for the winter. Right. Year number two, you grow more and you sell to local uh, grocery stores or farmers markets as organically owned local produce. And I was just there last week and I said to uh, the guy who heads there for me, Davis, mm -hmm. David, how many people do you think are eating off our gardens? He says, well, I figured it out. It's somewhere around 400,000 people wow. is that amazing that's incredible yeah. I said, whoa and we yeah. have god i think at least we have over a thousand family gardens anywhere from them feeding one family to 50 or 100 families not right. for those we have other auxiliary wow. gardens that they started everywhere oh it's wow. a lot yeah we produce millions of uh of uh, of pounds of food every year and maybe and millions tons i mean a lot of food we produce my gosh that's Most incredible that's yeah, grow yeah, appalachian really amazing grow well appalachian. and that's the ripple effect and i yeah. think that's yeah. kind of what you're about that is correct i mean that speaks to your let's just call you um el jefe ripple right <laughs> okay, <very laughs> good, sure. yeah. which means president uh, and then you ripple to others, they ripple to others, and so on and so forth. And yeah, that's, it's, isn't it, that the way life should it, be? Life should be that yeah. way. That's that it really should be. And a lot of the philanthropic things we're involved in yeah. help out other areas of the nation and of the world mm -hmm. that are compromised by bad weather and bad yeah. luck. Example is, uh, well, a little over a year ago when Barbuda went totally underwater, yep, right. the whole population was wiped out. We sent the Sea Shepherd down there, the John Paul DeJoria boat Sea Shepherd, yeah. uh, with right. supplies and also able to get people off the island and onto Antigua. Right. And then we just did the same in, uh, in the Bahamas. Yeah. Abaco Island yes. sent the Sea Shepherd down oh, there, filled it full of gas, filled it full of supplies, and gave it to the local people who were devastated, right. and then also moved some of them off to other islands. Right. So it's interesting, and that's the Sea Shepherd, which right. is out there to protect the seas and yeah. uh, sharks and dolphins and uh, whales and everything you could ever imagine. Imagine that we protect on the seas, but here the sea ruined land, so we set the sea shepherd out there to protect it. Isn't that incredible? So it's nice how it kind of works hand in hand, you know. Absolutely. Those saving the whales yeah. and the sharks and the dolphins are now saving people. That's right. Wow. It's our thing. So that's how we believe. That's, that's how all the organizations well, that believe the same way yeah. by right. charities. Yeah. It is. And when we saw you um, not too long ago at um, your um, daughter in law's um, 
birthday party, um, yes. you had mentioned um, what else you guys are doing for the locals of Barbuda in particular sure. to repopulate repopulate oh, the island. Would, yeah, you, would you share about you, that? You That's bet. Really you. Yeah, they were totally wiped out. So we have a, a development there going on the uh, on a beach area. Mm-hmm. And for every lot that is sold, we build a house for the people. We'll end up building a house for every single person on that island, a residence, that'll withstand a five-point earthquake. Wow. Is that wonderful? Also, and then we'll have gardens there. And I've just made the decision for Antigua, I'm sorry, Barbuda, Mm -hmm. as well as for Mobilos and Fishes. Mm -hmm. One of my companies, Rocket, R-O-K-I-T, Rocket Mobile, Mobile. we are Wi-Fiing all of Mobilos and Fishes here in next month. Right. We're, 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 That's amazing. We're, we're Wi-Fi wow. the whole city and giving every single homeless person one of our telephones, one of our rocket phones. Yeah. So they could call anywhere in the world they want free of charge and have Wi-Fi. That's wow. Incredible. Yeah, we're doing the same thing for the people of Barbuda. Yeah, and music, too, on yeah. the phone, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah everything. Yeah. Yeah. The whole thing. A lot of stuff on there. Wow. I mean, talk about the ripple and the ripple and the ripple. Well, that is, you know, we say success and shared is failure, but yeah. Rocket isn't making any money yet. We, you know, we yeah. spent tens of millions of dollars with this company, yeah. but we decided just like we did with John Paul Pett. Yeah. You know, hey, there's a need. Let's just start giving back even before we make a right. profit. Right. Yeah. And it makes us feel good. Yeah. It's good for the world, and uh, we all benefit. Right. And you've helped the world be happier with Patron as oh, well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of happy people <laughs> with Patron, sure. And a lot of rap songs, too. That's, yeah, I started Patron. What was the final I, number of rap songs that Patron has been? I think they it's like hundreds, me, right? They told yeah. me over 300. <laughs> I lost track at 225. But, yeah, we started Patron in 1989. And when we got into the year 2000, it started appearing in rap songs, country and western songs, yeah. and all over the place. So, yeah. Uh, yeah that, and we didn't pay to put in those songs. The, the rappers liked the product so much. Right. They liked it so much. Yeah. They wanted to sing about it and put it in, and uh, I thought it was great. So, <laughs> what's a piece of advice you would give to somebody? Because th- most people wouldn't put, you know, Paul Mitchell Hair Care and a Spirits brand in the same sentence. Sure. W- how? What piece of advice would you give to somebody who's maybe been really successful in one genre and wants to venture into into a second one? Do it if you have a passion for it. Do it. I mean, my goodness, I started with hair care, uh, then I went to Patron, and now I'm into a variety of things, whether it's a uh, hydrocarbons whether it's commercial gardens i mean i could go on and on we're in a whole bunch of things right yeah boats and other things yeah that's so exciting though so really there's there's no limit to the passion none that that a person can give something right because you seem limitless in your passion well, also, I have the opportunity to have some really good people. Like yep. at Paul Mitchell, it's run by our press and others. Mm-hmm. That's been that way for way over a decade. And at Patron, I found the finest people to do that. Right. Yep. That much better than I ever could. And same with the other companies. Yep. So it, part of it is finding the right people to do the right job. So maybe you could start a business, but at the same time, not be totally involved in it all the time if right. you've got other things going on. Right. Yep. Uh, now, Paul Mitchell was different when I first started. Oh, mm-hmm. morning, noon, and night yeah. for those first 10 years, seven right. days a week. I was just on at all yeah. times. Wow. Yeah. And you became the face of Paul Mitchell. And Correct. I think you were one of the really early adopters, one of the first to market with your face as an owner representing mm-hmm. the product. That is correct. And you became so identifiable with it. And mm-hmm. it was part of sort of your endorsement. Like, I'm not going to put my face out there on a company that's less than amazing. That so, is correct. Right? And, I mean, that yeah, was kind and of you true. know who I am. I'm right. the guy. Here yeah. I am telling you by Paul Mitchell. Right. And right. It's great. Great hair care. Maybe the best you'll ever use in your life. But I'm the one that's telling you that. The right. buck stops here. So right. gave people confidence. Yeah. Yeah. Then they went and tried their product. It was really right. good. Then we yeah. got letters. Hey, that was really cool. Thank you. We love your freeze and shine spray or right. the conditioner. Well, that, I was going to say, yeah. I was actually a lifeguard in high school. And right. I actually bought the conditioner 
because of the that commercial, conditioner. the leave-in exactly. conditioner, and right. it was funny because I took yeah. it, and you know, because it, it kind of had a bluish, you know, it has a bluish tint That's to correct. it, and I put it in my hair, yeah. Yeah. and people were like, "What is that?" Yeah. The other lifeguards were like, "What is that?" And before the end of the summer, the entire lifeguard staff <laughs> was using the conditioner because I mean, you got to leave it in, right. your hair wasn't a well, mess. No, it wasn't. I mean, it really yeah. kept your hair oh, in good. Yeah. Like it was like people would be like, "You lifeguard, you're in a pool all day." Like, what's your secret? I'm like the Paul Mitchell conditioner. Well, thank you for contributing to Paul Mitchell. I know. It just, but it was literally, it was the first hair product I ever bought on my own. Yeah. I thank you. You had very good choice. Thank you. What we try and do in all my businesses is be in the reorder business. Do not be in the selling business. Meaning that our product or service must be so good. Yeah. When people use it, they'll want to try it over and over and over again and give back along the way. I know uh, right now with one of my newer companies, Abio, A-U-B-I-O. Abio is a product that's mainly plant-based and uh, for cold sores. And uh, did you know 3.8 billion people on this planet have a cold sore virus? That's by the World Health Organization. That's over half the planet. That's two out of three. Oh, it's half half the planet. And most of them break out all the time. So I was working wow. with some people. I worked with Native Americans okay. in the United States and a couple of universities and came out with Zobio. But the reason Zobio is AU in science means gold and bio means nature. Oh, yeah. Nature's uh, the, gold. The yeah. Yeah, yeah. But what it is is for $19.99, you get a tube of this stuff, right? And if you have a cold sore coming out on your nose, your lip, anywhere, you put it on like every hour or two. Mm-hmm. And everyone I've ever given it to personally mm-hmm. has said either number one, it did not come out, or if it did come out and you missed it, yeah. within two days, it is gone. Everyone I have ever wow. given it to wow. told me exactly the same thing. Isn't that interesting? Oh, yeah. So uh, we had to take it off the market about a year and a half ago because we were making claims on it. And we were told you can't make these claims yeah. unless you get FDA research, whatever. Right. So mm-hmm. we took it off, took a year, and did all these tests to the FDA. And all of a sudden, they said, yep, now you can put on as a cold sore treatment. And by the way, you can now put on there. It is the official cold sore medicine for the U.S. snowboard team and oh, U.S. Wow. ski team. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's yeah $19. Yeah. You know, yeah. The majority of people. But we did that with the idea in mind of how can we make it reasonable yes. and affect everybody yeah. for less money. Now, something that yeah. works as good as this does, you expect to pay a heck of a lot more. It's right. not like a normal product that's on the market. It's right. very, very unique. But wow. We wanted to keep it down so it benefit the greatest amount of people. And even before we came profitable, we started supporting sports that we believed in and other yeah. things that we believed in, charitable things that we give back to. That's yeah. even before we started making money. Yeah. It was the thing to do. Well, I know you supported um, volleyball. Yep, there, there we do. We started with Paul Mitchell. I think yeah, we were the remember, first yeah. to ever do indoor volleyball or beach volleyball yeah. indoor. That was Paul Mitchell back in I the remember that. Really? Yeah, we were the very first. No, it, totally no, it, it wasn't hot. Then all of a sudden it became really hot. Yeah. It was God in the, when I first moved to Florida in the early 90s, that was like the sport to oh, yeah. play. It, it was off. everywhere. That's yeah. right. Well, it's funny. We were talking about Paul Mitchell. Every time I smell the Awapui shampoo. A great scent. It's a great scent, but it t- I mean, I can tell you where I was when I first smelled it yeah. early on. I mean, yeah. it's like that. And, and I mean, there are very few scents that mm-hmm. are that way. Mm-hmm. So I think that you creating a product that still resonates in yep. people's minds. I and mean, that's that speaks a lot to your vision. Oh, yeah. And also creating something memorable. You got it. And quality. Right. Because we wouldn't be in business 40 years with hairdressers. And right. we have right. the very best of the best. Yeah. And we have the best of the best. So hairdressers love us. We continue to grow. And uh, got our new colors are just exploding all over the world. And Fantastic. It's doing really well. Doing well, really you have well. a loyal, you have a loyal a group of employees. We've been in the middle of them in your at your holiday party yes. that you throw, yep. which is one of, the, I, I'm 
it's pretty much the it's best party fun. on the planet. It's pretty cool. Right? Yeah, it's pretty, pretty darn cool. cool. Yeah, yeah. And um, and you know, it's it's an array of not only your employees, but you know, yours and Eloise's great friends. It's Smokey Robinson. It's I mean, it's just a laundry list of sure. really fun people. In fact, I think Smokey Robinson. The last time we saw him there, he was trying to pet that alligator. Yeah, the little pet <laughs> alligator that you warned me about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I think stay away st- from that alligator. I think Steve Wynn and Clint Eastwood yes. were probably backing away right, from the right, alligator. Right. Yeah, they're, and they're tough there. dudes. Yeah, they are tough yeah. dudes. A little alligator, no, a little alligator. <laughs> but it's a fun time, and, it's, and it just shows. It speaks to your generosity mm-hmm. of of supporting your employees who who do a great job and, That's and are a part of that. Let them really all get together. Put them Absolutely. all together with other friends we have in other industries and yeah. just really enjoy the holiday season. Yeah, well, and George Slaughter. Ugh. George Slaughter. One of my superheroes yep. from way back. And, yeah. and, uh, laughing, all the way back laughing. to laughing. Yeah, he, walked yeah. years. he walked by and I was like, do you know who you are? I was such <laughs> yeah, stupid I starstruck. I, I, I think so. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I'm pretty. I'm, get away from me, kid. He didn't say that, but he's like, yeah. And he, I think he had some sort of funny comment and, mm-hmm. and he just, you know, just... That's the the spirit that's at those. Oh events. yeah, it's I think, so much yeah. fun. I think one of our uh, Hispanic speaking uh, staff members—I don't yes. know if there was someone from Mexico there, but another Hispanic speaking—was uh, making some crafts that we also have, you know, crafts uh, yeah, being made of course, there. Yeah. Right. And they said this one girl made crafts. Did anyone ever tell you look just like Pink? Oh. And she said, oh, I, yeah. am pink. <laughs> <laughs> I am Pink. We saw it. We <laughs> did see recognize her tattoo. I am Pink. I am Pink. That's the only thing I'll do. Anyone tell you remind me of so and so? I am so and so. Yeah, that's funny. The great thing about that event is so many of your employees are a part of it. And the one thing I have noticed, you know, in the time I've been with Lance is you have very little, if any, staff turnover. And a lot of other people really do. Correct. How do you one? How do you find and be like that? I know that person's going to be loyal, and I know that person's going to sure. be here a long time. I worked for people many years of my life that were total jerks, mm. the kind that say I'm the boss, do it my way, or at least right. think that way. I just don't treat people good. Yeah, I've been also working my days where I had very little money for lunch. Mm-hmm. And a dollar won't buy you much. So I thought the first chance I get where I make a little bit of money, I think we we're in the fourth year of business. Mm. I was able to get everybody, and we still do today free lunch so whether you're working yeah. in the warehouse the administration the education everyone gets free lunch every day and you pick it for menus you can pick whatever you want off a menu it comes wow. on what a luxury. That's, a big deal. that's amazing and yeah. also I, I learned that boy i will treat people the way i want to be treated you know so yeah. no one in my company uh should be talking down to anybody yeah. on any level everyone could communicate with me whenever they want and yeah. it's like mm-hmm. taking care of people the way you want to be treated so of course at paul mitch we have all the things we have the 401ks we have profit sharing with our staff right. and full-blown medical thing I mean, everything you could ever imagine mm-hmm. i would want if i worked for somebody else right or did and they weren't very nice to me yeah. i want the same thing so we give it to our people it's very easy to do yeah. yeah, I mean, you're a trailblazer. That what seems standard now was not back then. No, it wasn't. And, and right. I was going to say it really only was the last five or ten years with the tech companies even that they started doing things like free lunch and things like that. Oh, I yeah. mean, you were really ahead of the curve with that, and it shows your innovation. Mm-hmm. I think that's the perfect example of how innovative mm-hmm. John Paul is. And we've touched upon this before, but every career has ebbs and flows. Mm-hmm. How do you how do you push through that ebb? How do you move on to the next thing? I know it's been a long well, time since you've had to quote unquote move on to the no, next but, thing, but, 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 but you yeah, know? I have things. It's like yeah. in other words, I think the question is, 
or I may restate it, okay. how do you pay attention to the vital, vital few and ignore the trivia right. many? Yeah. And we have things well, that don't good. work so good, that's trivia. We'll consider, well, that's trivia. Now that it happened, okay, oh, poor me, I'm sorry that happened, but I'm gonna move on. Yeah. That's yeah. classified as, so what's more important? More important is, now how do I get out of what I just didn't want to get into? <laughs> right. Or, why do I, I, I want to move on to something else? You, you yeah. just don't carry the baggage with you. Yeah. You know, again, and that's why right. I say it, and I say it time and time again, no matter what happens in your life, mm. In the end, everything will be okay. And if it's not okay, it's not the end. What a great quote. I think that's kind of a mic drop moment. It, it is oh, a wow. mic drop that's moment. That's good. <laughs> wow. I, I see. I, I've never heard you say that. So there I've got a go. new John Paul DeGioia. I know. You got to yeah. go there. That's a good one. Wow. Okay. So move on. Keep it going. Move on. I mean, that's kind of your that's theory. It. Move on. Exactly. Yeah. You can't change yesterday's newspapers. Right. Can't that's true. It. Absolutely. And I love the, I think, I'm pretty sure I put money on this almost that you told me this. Is it B people hire C people and A people hire A plus people? I, I simplify. Some a iteration bit. of that. Uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah. I simplify by saying a great manager will always hire people as good, if not better than he is. Mm -hmm. That's the sign of a good manager. Right. Right. And so within your companies, your mini companies and your mini endeavors, it, that starts from the top. Oh, yes. Right. And so yep. it and, and you I, I don't want to say starts at the top and trickles down because that's but you know what I'm talking about. I mean, it sure. starts with you and your and your ethos and Correct. your ethic. And, and then it, maybe it rises up. Maybe mm. that's the way it is. Or it's all right? court, it all amalgamates together. Maybe yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. But we have fabulous people, especially Paul Mitch. We have the best management team in the world directing that yeah. company in the world. Yeah. Right. Well, this has been so great. It, it has. Oh, my gosh. It John really Paul, has. thank you for taking well, it. My time. pleasure, guys. Always a pleasure meeting with you. Will you, you come back next time? Yes. After you course. started 18 more companies, <laughs> oh. which will be like in three <laughs> months. We need to talk to the next venture. Thank you, guys. It's a real pleasure it's to your pleasure. listening audience. Uh, hey, America still works, and the world still works. Get good fortune, you'll see it. And also, how to start a business with little to no money. <laughs> That's the there you go. Part. Oh, we almost forgot our most, our oh, most important we question. We did. We have to ask that. Not to put you on the spot, because I know you're never on the spot. Yep. Say you're hosting a dinner party, yep. which you do a lot. Yep. Five top people from the past or present that you'd want there. Living or dead. Living or dead. Oh, well, I for sure want my mom there. Yep. If I could pick anybody I want, yep. man, I, I would love to have uh, uh, Thomas Jefferson there. Oh, yeah, okay. I mean, that would be a real good one. You yeah. know, uh, yeah. the Dalai Lama's a trip, <laughs> so I'd want him. But if we look in the past, it would be nice to have a philosopher like maybe Plato there, mm -hmm. yeah, that would yeah. be really, mm -hmm. really good. Yeah. And then on the other side, it'd be really nice to have somebody that, shall we say, change the world in their own mind for the best and accomplish things that are unheard of, even though they had a very tragic death. It'd be cool to just talk to them, and that would be Joan of Arc. Yes, yeah. terrible thing, but it's a girl that during a man's business Absolutely. took over an entire country and yeah. an army. The thing is, lady, how did you yeah. always like the conversation yeah, right, on that right. one? You yeah. know, <laughs> the backstory on that. Go, what is that all Ooh, about? Those so, are good ones. And I just thought of those while we're talking. I yeah. could probably come with a few more. Yeah. Alexander the Great, my <laughs> yeah. God, in two years. Yeah, you know, right. What a lot he of did. good people. What's the man Jesus, I mean, yeah. Buddha. I mean, you just keep on going on and all on. All the biggies, right? Yeah, all the big ones. What's interesting is that I have found in asking that question of lots of prominent people, including yourself, is that there is a quality in each of those people that you yourself possess in some way. So 
Yeah, I think all of us are part of God. Mm -hmm. So if someone else possesses something, if we're all part of the same whole, mm -hmm. we all possess a little bit ourselves. Yeah. So I could even include there Mohammed to come to mind, have a nice discussion between Mohammed right. and Jesus and the man who got the first Buddhist right. name. And I could go on and on and throw the Pope in there and <laughs> a few others. Well, no, the Pope, I, 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 I don't think that would be the right dinner for the Pope. You know, <laughs> Dalai Lama, maybe not the Pope. As well. but, but there's something interesting about each of those people. Yeah. Each of them, like you, was very unafraid to take risk and that's is true. fearless. Yeah. And you, all of those, that's the one common ethos between all of those people that's really, yeah. really interesting. And they and thought they were all doing the right thing. They all yeah. thought they were doing the right thing. Yeah, that's right. Well, you would certainly be on our list of dinner mm -hmm. party attendees. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, Whatever you know, the next one we do. Should, should <laughs> bring my five with me. My five guests with me. <laughs> sure, bring them Absolutely. on. There's always room at we'll the end. We'll just bring our yeah. own five, and then we can go from there. How about okay. that? That'd Good. make one hell of a dinner party. Oh, here, here. Well, <laughs> you know, maybe the Pope should be invited because I bet they have some really good wine stash in the house. Oh, absolutely. Kid that maybe he'll For that share. reason alone. Amen. <laughs> I don't think it's a kind of servant church, but right. I think the Popes are so wealthy around back, they've got some of the good or stuff. Or who knows? He might like a civil patron. We don't yeah, know. Maybe. That's Likely, true. right? That, 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 that would be go. the perfect captain. And by the way, congrat <laughs> an official congratulations on that. Thank so you. exciting. Thank you. And on to the next. Here, here, guys. Done. Check mark. Done. Move on, right? Peace, love, and happiness. Peace, love, and happiness. Your your foundation's cool. byline. Well, John Paul, thank you again for having us, and we look forward to having you on again. Got it, guys. Yeah. Thank you. I'm Lance Every Morgan signing off with Success with Style, and I'm Rob Giardinelli signing off with Success with Style, reminding you that great style starts by having a unique point of view. Have a great day, everyone. Bye, y'all.